0: 2020 bringing a biblical perspective on life culture and current events weekdays on ucb's vision radio network find out more at vision.org.au hi it's neil johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast today with a focus on that facebook message that got the attention of australian retailer target remember you can hear 2020 on the vision radio network from 10am on weekdays australian eastern standard time Melinda Leshewski is the spokesperson and co-founder of Collective Shout, and she's joined 2020 to discuss the unprecedented response to a mother's posting to Australian retailer Target's Facebook page expressing her disgust at the retailer's choice to sell trampy clothing for 7 to 14-year-old girls. Melinda was on the line with Matt geese and began the conversation by outlining the issue and explaining who Collective Shout is and why they've taken a an interest in this particular case. Collective Shout is a grassroots organisation that exists to challenge the sexualisation of children and the objectification of women in culture. And as an organisation we are often hearing from parents who are concerned about the sorts of clothing and even products that are available for kids in stores such as Target and also other retailers too. And so we we hear from parents all the time about different um, concerned about different aspects of the clothing styles. so they, they'll be sexualised styling and elements to the clothing, sometimes the clothing is mimicking uh, clothing that would be more suited to adults. And so what parents are really calling for is, I think, and this is, parents do uh, often make contact with stores. We we advise people to do that and to give feedback. And um, often we find stores are reluctant to make changes. And, until something like this
1: happens. Now, this has gained a lot of attention during the week, uh, both across social media and in the mainstream media. Why do you think it's it's got such attention? Because sometimes these issues sort of like, yeah, okay, some people's got some concerns, but this has got a a couple of hundred thousand likes on Facebook from the original post.
0: Yeah, I was astounded. I first looked at this comment when I think it had hit 20,000. I thought, you're kidding it's amazing i mean in one way i'm surprised because so many people and it's just one comment on facebook but in another way i think she's just really struck a chord a lot of people have been thinking the same thing for some time there's just been this undercurrent of concern and people being unsatisfied and frustrated about this issue now there's a way for them to make their voice heard and i think it also raises the issue of social media where Before, to make a complaint, often it was, oh, where was the store? What's that number again? You know, or what's their website? I'm not sure. And by the time people think through all of those things, often, you know, they've just sort of let it slide. And sometimes people think that there's no point making a complaint because it won't make a difference. But with social media, it is just so easy now. If you've got a company which has a Facebook presence or a presence on Twitter, for example, you can just contact them easily and and get a response. It's a very wise thing for companies to respond in a timely fashion to these kind of complaints.
1: Now, of course, the company in this particular respect is Target. It's a, a well-known Australian retailer, and they've come out saying that the issue isn't so much a big thing for them because they're merely stocking what the fashion designers or the the suppliers have given them. They're not ones who are making decisions on how to dress the children, or, or how to design the clothes.
0: I don't understand that defence because there is somebody at Target making a decision about what they stock, surely. It's their store and they can decide what they make available. I, I know that they say that they're responding to, to consumer demand and that is in part true because obviously they're not going to stock things that don't sell. But the other thing that companies like Target need to realise is that they're not only responding to consumer demand, they're helping to shape it. Because what they make available is what becomes acceptable. And what they actively market to children as well through advertising is what they're going to want. Companies more now than ever need to recognise that they have a responsibility to the young consumers. I mean these are these are minors, these are children. They are exposed to a range of cultural influences such as um, music videos, magazines, um, television, all introducing these very adult concepts to them so when i think about children's fashion i often think about how children very early on indoctrinated into this celebrity culture there are little girls magazines that will have celebrity sort of photo spreads just like the adult women's magazines so children are very early on wanting to emulate some of these adult fashion styles. and then so when that's what children want that's what stores like target start to stock and then you've got parents put in the position where they have to say yes or no and as a parent it can be very hard because your your child is just wanting to follow a fashion trend and as a parent you're saying no and so you're the bad guy and then when you see that your children's friends' parents allow that kind of thing it, it just becomes a situation that's really difficult. And so this one woman posting this comment on the Facebook page has just struck a chord with everybody, and people are speaking out. I think companies like Tiger would be really wise to take note of this feedback and make some changes. It's a great opportunity to do just that.
1: I think one of the other things that has come out in this last week alone in regards to this issue, that it's not just the parents. There are a lot of younger people speaking up and saying, well, I don't want to dress like that. Yeah, You've got comments from 9- and 10-year-olds via their parents saying, Yeah, my my child looks at that sort of thing and says, why would I want to look like that? I don't want to show off so much skin. I don't want to uh, dress in in shorts that are are so short that they're uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, exactly. Young people are calling for clothing that is fashionable um, because young people, you know, they do have a tendency to want to follow trends, but they don't want to be uncomfortable they don't have to be worried about whether their underwear is exposed or or prevented from doing the things that young people do like going to the park engaging in sporting activities and having fun and constantly worrying about what's being exposed and particularly with younger children's clothes like the age range that was in question with target was i think girls seven to fourteen and it, it is really hard to find for it, as one example shorts that are of inadequate length they're getting shorter and shorter and then there's Even a new fashion trend now where the shorts are cut, you know, for older girls, cut almost like underpants. So it seems like we're very early on encouraging girls to to expose more and more flesh and it's certainly not the same for boys. You don't see the same sort of trend happening in boys' fashion. That's a, you know, a different issue altogether there as well. But it is frustrating for girls because not everybody wants to wear that. Not everybody feels comfortable in that. And they do want a wider variety of choice.
1: It's interesting that you mentioned boys there because uh, there was an issue I heard on Talkback Radio this week mentioning that exact same issue that, yes, we've got the issue of uh, girls' clothes uh, very much for younger children over sexualisation, but then you've got on the other side of the the coin, boys' fashion is all about black clothing, skulls, images that parents are very uncomfortable with.
0: Yes, I have sons myself, and I go shopping for them, of course, and I have struggled to find things that do not have skull and crossbones on it. There's always this constant reference to guns, death, <laughs> skulls and crossbones, and I don't understand it because boys have such a wider variety of... In- I mean, I don't even know boys who would be interested in mm. death, to be honest, but boys have a wide variety of interests, as do girls, and why can't we provide things for them that encourage that kind of creativity and expression? Because if, if wearing clothing and the choice of clothing is something about self-expression then surely they need to be given options. At the moment, what's being provided is very stereotypical. You walk from the girls' section to the boys' section, it's just, it goes from hot pink to black. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, it, I mean, it, it's been great to see a number of comments, particularly on that thread with Target on their Facebook page, raising the issue of boys' clothing and what's been available.
1: So where to from here, Melinda? What's What's a way that we as Christians can actually respond to this issue and, and try and make a change?
0: Well, anybody who wants to make a positive cultural change in their culture can do a number of things. Firstly, be a conscious shopper. When you're spending your money, make sure you're spending your money you know, with companies or retailers that have demonstrated that they have some ethics and respect their consumers, particularly their young consumers. So if there's a store that is exploiting young people through selling these kind of products, then don't shop there anymore. That can be difficult though, because some of the mainstream clothing stores are obviously the ones that we most commonly shop at and have the sort of great Value lower cost clothing, so if that is that is too difficult to completely boycott someplace, then you can contact them and let them know what you think. Now, what this Port Macquarie mother has done is is a lesson for everybody that your voice does make a difference. She spoke out, and thousands of people chimed in, and so that's just a fantastic um, example of citizen activism. So you can let companies know what you think, and the the more we do this, the more we are helping to create the culture that we want to see. We can demand better, and and then. Spend our money on on companies that are actually doing the right thing and the other thing we can do too of course because we're talking about children is as parents we need to have a good relationship with our children and encouraging them to think critically about the sorts of messages that they're receiving about from advertising from marketing you know why are, why are these products being provided for you why aren't there other options that kind of thing getting getting them thinking through these issues is really helpful when you get to that situation where you have to say, no, I'm not buying that for you. And of course, having that relationship with your children, just in general, a good relationship, keeping the communication open is is very important. So there's a whole range of approaches to this issue. And the more we do it, I think the more we're gonna see positive cultural change.